0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Technicati. I am
1: Valentine Muhammad, the editor at TechZim. Um, been gone a little bit, well, we've gone a while without guests. Uh, yeah, th- that was just me slacking, to be honest. Uh, or work has been crazy, or Zimbabwe, or all the above. Uh, but today I am joined by two very, very special, interesting guests uh, in our pre-conversation. They kind of knocked my perception of what guests can do because usually people have been kind of afraid to talk, but these guys are <laughs> breath of fresh air.
2: Fantastic! Yeah, Fantastic. great. <laughs> Thank Didn't you so that much. Like for that intro.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> great stuff. Thank you so much for the introduction. Um, well, I'm I'm Elizabeth, um, better known as Liz. I am the client partner director at Zarura, and uh, I'll let my hubby talk more about it as he introduces himself as well. Okay.
4: Yes, and I'm John, and I am the director and lead consultant at Zarura, And we are super excited Absolutely. to have this conversation with Valentine and the Tech Zimmers, as we so coined it. <laughs> 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 yeah, I mean, we've been following, as we kind of uh, pretended we've been following your blog and um, recently offering some more of the podcasts. Uh, for the last three years now, and it's been incredibly, incredibly uh, valuable resource for us. So yeah, we're super excited to be here, and thank you.
1: Thank you very it. much. Thank you for making your time, and I'll try not to be flattered. Uh, I'll try. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's allowed. <about>, it's
3: okay.
1: <laughs> All right, so we're, we're we're here to talk about Zara, um, and mm. I have. So for anyone who was who listening, who's probably might not know what Zara is. Um, I'll explain it as far as I understood it from just an onlooker, and I'll let John uh, go into more detail. Um, it's a branding a strategy, a company firm. Uh, am I right, John, or am I off the book uh, already?
0: No, no don't point on <laughs> point.
1: So I, I've been scoping out the website since uh, I think mid January, just to, to get a feel and sense of it. And um, like, I, I'm, I'm a fan. I'm a fan, and we'll get to why I'm a fan in a bit. But I'll let John kind of get into why, um, what Zara is, and when what came, what what, what should I say, uh, how it came about.
4: Mm. Yeah, well, Zarura uh, came about eight years ago this year. Mm. Um, we officially uh, registered last year, end of last year, so January. So mm. we kind of like to say seven years as a <laughs> sense of completion. Yeah. We are Christians as well, so yeah. uh, we uh, don't always believe in coincidences. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so yeah, we we are now this is our eighth year Mm. Um, in terms this is our first year in Zimbabwe but this is the eighth year of essentially the idea Mm. of the vision yeah yeah so the vision was birthed eight years ago and it came about because I was working um, pro bono work for an agency an NGO in Ireland Mm. called the Africa Centre and they had a campaign called Africa also smiles the whole idea behind it was Africa is not all doom and gloom, they don't have flies on the top right uh, forehead of every child. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That Mm -hmm. seems to be (laughs) the go-to stock footage for most um, NGOs when they're doing the campaigns. Mm. Um, And so the idea was, look, Africa is also smart, and there's a lot to Africa beyond just them needing help. Uh, Of course, there are things that are not great in certain areas, but there are many, many uh, great inventions that are coming from Africa. And so it was a great eye opener for me, because as an African, obviously being in a, uh, I was going to say remote country there, but <laughs> being in a foreign country, really, it was, um, it made me really question my identity to a huge extent, right? Mm. Because I we left uh, Ireland when we were 15, uh, we're 35 now. Mm. And so we spent the better half of our uh, adulthood, if you will, uh, in Europe. So um, there was a lot of. Questioning of my identity, who am I and uh, what am I doing? What's my outlook on life? What's my contribution mm-hmm. uh, really mm-hmm. to, to the African story as well? Um, and so there and there during that uh, conference, that's when it just hit me within me that one day I would like to start a consultancy that um, helps African brands be seen uh, in the way that they should be seen. Mm. Because there's great invention coming out of Africa. Mm. uh, PESA, Econet, know, Mm. some people might have (laughs) the uh, uh, reservations uh, about that. But when we look at it from a technology perspective, there's a lot of great things happening Mm. uh, in Africa. And so that's essentially the inception or how the idea was birthed.
0: Yes.
1: Well, I, I like that—that um, that it is—it's mm-hmm. letting Africans tell their story. And um, I have a an opinion I've held for a long time, um, which most people don't agree with, and it's usually a, con- a contentious point, is that as Africans we can create fantastic technology and brand and 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 companies. Oh, yeah. Our failing is in conveying our exactly. brand to people, um, mm-hmm. because when I when I went to Europe, uh, spent a little bit of time there. Um, there was a great emphasis on whatever piece of um, paper that a brand's that a company's image had, or a company's logo had on it, had to be tailored specifically to convey that uh, oh, yeah. the principles, the core values of the company. And when I see African companies, some of them are really good. Um, some of them I'm, I leave a little bit to be desired. And I, I began to wonder about brand strategies as 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 to what. You know the approach to brand strategies is so. Before we get into that, I think uh, Lison and, and John, can you just explain to to me because I'm a novice in all of this and I'm, I'm just an admirer uh, of, of of branding. Um, but what is what is a brand and what is a brand strategy?
4: I think the the best way to explain a brand mm. is people rallying behind a core idea mm. uh, or core values. Uh, Essentially, that's probably the easier way to explain what a brand is. Uh, Brands have products, they have services, but intrinsically what a brand is, is that idea of uh, community and people. Um, And a great example would be the difference between Apple and Microsoft. Microsoft were doing much better uh, than Apple at the time, but what Apple had is they understood who they were Mm. uh, as a people. And because they understood who they were, they were able to connect with people on a much deeper level Beyond the uh, the product, the features, and, the, and and all of that, and um, so essentially, what a brand is, as we're saying, is is a, a people running behind the core values and the core ideas. And you'd find that the brands that have the deepest connections, they are um, lasting longer. People are more forgiving when they make mistakes. You know, in, in, mm-hmm. again, using the case of Apple, um, and they essentially became the first trillion dollar company in terms of valuation mm. um, and, you know, beyond oil companies and, you know, mm. uh, mining companies and all of that. So um, that's essentially what a brand is, is you really have to understand who you are as a mm. person first. Uh, and we can see that with Steve Jobs, that a lot of who he was as a person uh, proliferated through the company and through the idea of what Apple was. And that's why branding is really uh, now starting to become more and more. Uh, about people are putting a face, you know, Tesla, you have the Elon Musk, the Strive Masivas, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the people behind the brand is what brands have been all about, uh, and that's now resurfacing more and more to, to the forefront. So people, values, um, and community that are coming together of people, that's really essentially what branding is all about.
0: Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. I'll just add on as well to say that a brand is a representation of who you are or what you are, whether it's a product or a service or a person, whatever the case. because branding is so important because it it connects like you're saying with the emotions of the people. There's certain brands that when you see them you feel a c- certain way. Like if you look at Nike, mm-hmm. you feel luxurious. You think you know expensive. You think good quality. Mm-hmm. And it's just a simple tick when you look at the the logo. Mm-hmm. So the brand is basically the representation. You're talking about the logo, the website, what you stand for. It's a whole lot of things, and there's a lot of psychology as well behind it because. um, you know, when the Nike logo was designed, people just think that sometimes you just, you know, take letters and just put them together and that's it. But then people who actually designed it, they're using psychology, they they had a, a target market that they wanted to reach. So they thought, OK, let's sit down. What are we going to do? What best way can we communicate um, what we represent? And so you get all those feelings, those emotions coming when you look at certain brands. So it's 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 a whole lot more than, than the ICs. Um,
1: yeah. 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 Well, that it, it kind of aligns with what I was thinking about brands is, um, brands are much internal as they are external. Um, yeah. it's like, a, a, an organism, basically it's what you put into an organism is what it reflects. So I, I yeah. usually like to look at, um, human interactions as in, uh, as if you're in a situation where you're upset, um, yeah. you might convey, you know, a sunny disposition, but your body will tell you or your body will give away that, now this person is not quite right. Like something is is definitely wrong. Um, And and I feel like brands are are in a sense in that way, because um, I look at it from an introspective uh, or from from introspection. So I was going over looking what brand or the kind of questions companies would ask themselves about their brand. And uh, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's like, what is your story? And I saw this from your website, like that description of, okay, who are you? What is your story? Um, Mm -hmm. What is your ideal customer? And I think, every company should have an idea of at least a, a, a target market, a demographic mm-hmm,
0: um, yeah. because
1: I, I believe that you walking into the, into the, into the market, um, expecting to be mass market is, is folly. You can't please oh, yeah. everyone.
0: You, yeah, have yeah, to, you have to, you have to
1: pick a specific segment you're going to please. Now the questions like um, what does your brand uh, do? Uh, what is your competition? What is your competition doing?
0: Yeah, so yeah. what do you want
1: your clients to feel? Uh, exactly. What are your core values? And how do you want those values to be transmitted? So oh, the question I'm going to pose is more of, of um, a juxtaposition because Zarora, mm-hmm. according to the website, has worked with a number of companies. Um, I saw on the website, uh, Econet, eBay, are listed as Partners. Um, so I want to start from the international perspective, and then we come to the local. Um, what are the differences in terms of those questions that a company should ask itself before it goes on a, on a branding or rebranding strategy? Um, mm-hmm. What have you seen from, you know, international companies as opposed to Zimbabwean companies?
4: Mm, great. That's a, that's great, a great question. question. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, the, the first difference is that <laughs> a lot of the companies locally are not even asking those questions. Exactly. So that's, that's uh, essentially a, uh, a negative uh, sort of uh, bedrock, if you will. Mm. Um, but in terms of that, that's one difference. The other difference is... What we find and what we've found really with the experiences that we've had is international companies prioritize strategy mm-hmm. over execution. Mm-hmm. Now, um, and with this, obviously as a startup, right, the idea is you're not so engrossed in strategy that you never do anything. The idea is that you do just enough mm-hmm. um, or as commonly known as a lean canvas, uh, just for you to get the core of the idea of what you're trying to do, right? and then you engage uh, the market. Um, But the problem is a lot of the times, and one of the things that we found here is um, if we want the 80-20, right? Like let's say uh, 80% strategy, 20% execution, we found that there's a lot more execution being done here uh, without the strategy being placed. And what ends up happening is, in fact, we were having a conversation with uh, a gentleman that we are in talks about uh, helping his brand. And uh, he was saying that a lot of the times people just start something. Mm -hmm. And when they start, Mm -hmm. there's a plethora of other people who just kind of jump on bandwagon, right? Because they see that someone is making money from this. Mm -hmm. Um, And because they had no real core strategy in place, um, the whole market is diluted quite uh, quickly. Mm -hmm. um, And they don't know where to go next, right? They have no idea of Mm -hmm. what's existing already. You know, what are the existing alternatives? How are people solving this problem beyond me coming with this solution? Uh, So... In terms of the the, the questions yeah, there's no real hardcore strategy as to just really understanding, first of all, who are you as a -hmm. a brand? Uh, And that's what we find that the the bigger companies are doing or the international companies are doing more. Mm -hmm. They're questioning themselves more, uh, even in the the wake of George Floyd and the whole, Black Lives Matter movement, mm-hmm. a lot of the companies began to question their DNA themselves, right? Mm-hmm. We say that we are for including and diversity, mm-hmm. but are we reflecting that truly, mm-hmm. you know, uh, and really so, as you said, you know, if you're holding a, a piece of uh, a fly or a pamphlet or whatever, are we just saying that in paper or in real terms, right? If our employees, do they feel a part of the company? Um, so questions like that, which are really quite intrinsic, right, um, they are not really asking those questions mm-hmm. uh, so that's some of the main differences i guess i can i don't know if you want to jump in
2: absolutely yeah i was just going to add on that like definitely that's that's lacking the whole asking who are you and what's a unique selling point what sets mm-hmm. you apart mm-hmm. because we've we've been noticing as we go around even just driving in town and you know having a look around you could you sometimes you see like um what will i say a row of people selling mm-hmm. the very same product doing the exact same thing like it could be tomatoes or whatever it is garments other day it yeah. was like uh you know those ma, ma, garments in my profit in mm. my profit yeah. like they're selling the exact same thing they have the uh, like nothing is setting no anybody apart yeah. Yeah. absolutely nothing and I'm like oh my goodness you know we always have come up with that and I'm like I don't know if I was this lady I would just do like a banner just set yourself apart call yourself my game or something you know stand out you know just do something different offer like, I don't know, even if it's I don't know what what something that's very cheap, even if you don't have much, maybe you can just offer my genje free mahanje with my gamens. If you buy gamens, you get free majange. You know, just make yourself different because you have to have a unique selling point as a business. Mm-hmm. How are you going to stand out? How are you going to attract customers if you look at the exact same as everybody else? Right. So, like. Because it's lacking, there wasn't a strategy of who do I want to target, how am I going to target, how am I going to draw people in, mm-hmm. how am I going to stand out, mm-hmm. despite that I, there's four or five other people beside mm-hmm. me selling the exact same thing. So you're, you're bang on there, honey. Um, mm-hmm. You explained it perfectly well. So I just, yeah, there's no questioning of who you are, what you represent, what you're going to do, how you're going to attract the people that you're targeting. Mm-hmm. That's that's really lacking uh, locally. That's, mm-hmm. the, yeah, that's what I'm yeah.
1: I absolutely agree. There's something I've been saying for a while now is that when I'm sick, I want to you know, I don't think it's the same thing, but next one, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, it's it's kind of okay, fair enough. From a from a business standpoint, that might be working because you're here every day. So it's it's working to to a degree. But in my perspective, it's like you're cannibalizing each other's market. Why don't we say you focus on my domas, you focus on my onions, and then yeah. we in essence in in share the money because we're occupying the same space. From a branding perspective, Liz, I love what you said because it's like, oh, okay, everyone is—we might be friends in terms of, or we might know each other because we sell at the same place, but in effect, we're yeah. competition for one another by the way we've designed our, our businesses or our operations.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah. So we need to push each other, and if it takes yeah. me taking the first step to do what Liz said, you know, three Majanje per meter, free—it's yeah. it, you know, it it, it 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 really sets it apart. So yeah. I, I like the juxtaposition of of Europe in terms of they 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 want to build um you know the the strategy is is above execution and yeah. strategy is one of the things that i have um well personally i've observed in just my own personal capacity that uh mm-hmm. with with kind of branding exercises and rebranding exercises they're, they're few and far between in terms of companies in zimbabwe that prioritize um what i like to call the user experience
3: yes.
1: mm-hmm. so when it comes to for example um if you find a discarded, let's use the example of Nike, since it's easier, a Nike trainer. Mm. Um, it's easy to tell it's Nike, right? Yes. Um, by the branding itself. Uh, mm-hmm. Like with knockoffs becoming so close to the real thing, the feel mm-hmm. of it, it can tell you this is something that probably, you know, uncountable or innumerable number of man hours went went into making this possible.
4: That's it's right, there yeah.
1: The design itself tells you. Um, so in terms of strategy, um, as you've engaged companies um, internationally and locally, uh, let's start with locally. Um, do they? What questions do you come with or what kind of responses have you gotten or what kind of inquiries, I should say, for your services have you gotten and how much work have you had to do to bridge the divide from, a, from uh, let's juxtapose, companies that knew who they were and companies that probably didn't know who they were or hadn't asked themselves those questions about what their brand wants to be?
4: Mm. Um, yeah, it's another great question. I'll say maybe if I can use an example, it's more vivid. Mm-hmm. We are currently working, <clears throat> excuse me, with a kindergarten um, mm-hmm. in Chitungis, actually,
0: mm-hmm. um,
4: and it was a strategic move for on our part in that um, because as we said, we um, launched end of last year, really beginning of this year. And we felt that we obviously needed to have a lot of case studies Mm -hmm. uh, for local brands, right? for local activity, Mm -hmm. to be able to just showcase that, look, we can actually contextualize all the knowledge that we have internationally. Mm -hmm. We can contextualize it here. Mm
5: -hmm.
4: Um, So that's one thing. Another thing is obviously studying the market and understanding really how brands think and behave here Mm -hmm. was another reason why we were working on these case studies. And so one of the things that we always do, we call them discovery sessions, right? Mm. We're trying to really understand Mm. who the brand is, right? Because in essence, um, we are brands, right? We are brands and we've said that brands are uh, predicated on people and values. And so if you want to understand what a brand is, you have to understand the people behind the brand. Mm. And so we were working uh, with this lady uh, and we are currently working with this lady uh, to help define her brand Mm. and... This is, in terms of terminology, I don't really like to say we create brands, because in essence, we don't create a brand, we discover a brand, or maybe we refine it, and we define it. Um, And so when she came, that's the first thing that we did, was just ask her, okay, so what's the kindergarten, tell us about the kindergarten. Mm. Uh, and she'll give us this cookie cutter answer, right? And mm. m- most of my experience, that's the same thing that I get. Yeah, uh, it's a
2: template-y, yes. template answer. <laughs> Very template
4: yeah, yeah. uh And for the most part, a lot of people, they just copy, maybe the competitor competitive somebody else, and then they just try and mm-hmm. reject the words uh, mm. to make it suit them. Uh, but what we then did is we started to unpeel the layers, mm. and we started asking her. But why did you actually start this kindergarten? Mm. She said, "Oh, you know, it started because I wanted to make money." And I was mm. like, "Yeah, I know. Eventually, you want to make money." Mm. But what's the real reason why you started this? Um, and as we dug deeper and deeper and deeper, we understand that look, she actually has a real love for children. Mm. She loves being around children. Mm. She loves seeing children flourish. Because mm. um, one of the things that she's setting herself apart is she's teaching English. Uh, at a very high uh, standard mm-hmm. um even from that uh, early age, early age yeah. and so so that's one of the things that she loves to do she loves to see them flourish and she loves being around children she loves to see them having fun and so she has like uh, jungle gyms and see uh, what you call the seesaw things and mm-hmm. stuff like that you know mm-hmm. just to make the environment really child friendly mm-hmm. uh, and already in that she's different from a lot of the kindergartens that exist already in that sense And so that's essentially our first approach is to ask uh, questions and from a a real deep level Mm. to really understand, to really discover the brand, the people behind the brand, the ideas of the brand. Mm. Why was was the brand started? Uh, And one of the questions that we we do ask is, um, you know, if you're not going to be paid or if you weren't being paid to do this, Mm. you know, why do you still do it? Mm. And when you really start asking questions like that, that's when you really begin to understand the real reasons why people um uh began to 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 work there
0: yeah mm, mm-hmm. i was
2: just going to talk about registering the business
0: <laughs> <looking at> me. <laughs>
4: guys
2: yeah, register your thing. businesses yeah. oh my goodness like <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: That, that needs to be done there's actually a problem in zoom people you can't just set up shop
2: yeah, yeah. that's a huge problem but the thing is that <laughs> this is a basic thing right mm-hmm. and um and if you're going to brand your business, if you're trying to to grow, to expand, to to really do well, to be successful in your business, I mean, you really should take care of the basics. And mm-hmm. registering is one of the basics. Because imagine you're after branding your business. It's blooming, like you've brought more attention to yourself and things are not right, you haven't registered, and the and basically they'll come after you. So, you know, make sure you do things the right way, especially if you if if you're starting a business and you you are really seeing it growing, you want it to expand, right? So yeah, that's that's another problem. I think we've noticed um, we've come across locally working with local mm. businesses. Yeah, most of them aren't registered.
1: That, that, that that's a shame. Um, like, right. I was seeing the school closures, the the, the unregistered schools right. um, being forced yes, to close because but... of registration, and I'm like, mm-hmm. that, that's that's one of the basic things, and it scares me now when looking at, at actually branding, because as much as you want to set up something that you think could be useful to your community mm-hmm. uh, and and to, to customers, and if you feel you've got a passion, if you can't, um, if you can't bring that passion or embody that passion in a logo, in 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 a color palette, in, in a feel, in a and how you're going to project your your, your company or, or or startup? Then most of that work is lost because no one will know who you are <laughs> uh, right. to understand to understand what you do. And um, when I was going through like branding, um, so uh, uh, John's emails from a while ago kind of put me on a bit of a, a rabbit hole in terms of reading about branding uh, and, right. and, and what what what, uh, what what companies go to do about it. So the the, the three well, since we talked about uh, small business in terms of the school, um, let's move on to bigger businesses and. Um, I found five points. I guess you can correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, I'm I'm the novice here. Um, But the first thing I heard was important was a brand analysis or audit. It's a bigger company. So if you're going to go and switch up and and you want to give yourself a new look, um, Mm -hmm. you need to do something comprehensive in terms of analyzing the strengths and weaknesses of your current image uh, in order to improve because uh, putting a new splash of color and and new fonts doesn't really do it unless you you understand um, why those things worked and didn't. Um, the, the second part was was research, researching your 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 brand, your customers, understanding how they interface with you and all your products. So this isn't just you know um, you know uh, paraphernalia and regalia. It's more in terms of your your use experiences, um, user interfaces, and, and and those things. And then strategic brand planning was the third thing. And then and then the thing I loved the most was internal branding. And um, and it kind of goes 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 to what you were saying earlier, uh, John, about it's the people inside the brand who eventually make up what the brand is so if they believe in what you're doing it's easy to translate that to the last point which is the external branding so when it comes to bigger companies in in, in the sample size you have of zimbabwe um are those kind of steps being followed are uh, in part in full are there additions attractions etc um i
4: would say in part in part because i mean for for them to be Successful to the degree that they have, they would have had to do some sort of brand audit, right? <clears throat> now, it, 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 the thing is, you, you don't need a brand to be a successful business. That's one thing that um, is already clear, mm-hmm. right? In, in, in Zimbabwe, you're talking about like Lukumbari, right? Mm-hmm. It's one of the most successful or, or most enterprising uh, places in, in, in Zimbabwe. Um, but from a visual perspective, if you will, it's probably not the best, right? But mm. people are raking in loads and loads of money. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, mm. And so, so that's the first thing. The first thing is a lot of the companies which have made it successfully, like the Econets and the Echo Caches, is they solved a problem. Mm. And that's what you need to do to run a successful business. You just need to solve a problem mm. and you need to find people who are willing to pay for your solution. Mm. Um, and so... Yes, the Econets, the Tel Ones, all of these, in part, they are solving the, the, the problem uh, because they understand what the problem, to some degree, what the problem is. Uh, but what I feel that they're not doing as well is there's a huge disconnect between um, the brand and the people they're serving. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you look, again, using the example of uh, of Apple and now Google, Uh, because Google is something that they've started to do in the last 15, 20 years, is to really refine their brand, make it a cohesive experience, like you're saying about user experiences, Mm -hmm. that the experience is completely cohesive, whether you're using uh, Google um, Maps or whether you're using uh, Gmail, Mm -hmm. right? It feels like it's part of of the same ecosystem. Mm -hmm. Um, So, and that's uh, referred to as a, a brand language or a visual language or visual system. Um, and so here, it's one of the things that I feel is is lacking in, in that sense. They don't understand, um, they don't have a very clear um, brand language or a brand a persona, if you will. Mm. Um, <clears throat> let me give you a very simple example, simplify this as much as I can. When I was uh, looking to set up a line uh, with uh, Econet, um, I do as I, you know, as you do, you'd research, you speak to the people, the customer service, you reach out to the customer service. Mm. And I reached out to them because the um, idea is if you want to get something like a phone line, you have mm. to physically go in store, right? Mm. Which is incredibly inefficient. Mm. So I said, let me just give them a call and let's see what happens. Mm. And I I, I I, sent an email rather. And once I sent an email, the person replied to me and uh, we had the conversation and then they said, noted, right? Mm. Which is a thing here, mm-hmm. right?
3: People <laughs> <say noted.
4: laughs> but. Throughout the conversation, the communication, I realized that Econet is really serving um, uh, the rural, like the majority of their audience uh, are rural uh, um, people. But the way they speak and the way they uh, interact with you as a customer does not... Uh, there's no a convergence or there's no middle ground between how they talk to you and who you are as a person. And so there's a lack of understanding of who their actual audience is and how do you communicate with them? Because branding beyond, I mean, you see colors and logos and fonts and all of that. These are, the way I look at it, right? As, as a brand, your core is your values, your character, who you are as a person, your, your morality as a person, right? If we were to personify a brand. Um, and then the, the top line, if you will, are the things like your personality, the colours that you wear, the clothes that you dress, right? The, there should be a seamless cohesiveness between or cohesion between all of these things. Um, but how you speak and how you uh, 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 dialogue um, should also be a reflection or should um, meet with the audience that you're speaking with, mm-hmm. uh, as I said. And so. That's one of the areas that I found, you know, just looking at Ethernet and uh, looking at them and even the user experience for their Echo Cash app. Mm. I mean, it's, it's hard, right? Mm. And they have over 85% market share. And so you can see that, well, it's not really about the brand really that's making them successful. It's because they've solved a problem mm. uh, and people are willing to pay for that problem. Uh, and so that's what we're finding that a lot of the companies, particularly the, 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 the corporates, they're not going to feel the need to improve on their brands uh, um, and refine their brand because they already have a huge market share anyway. Mm. They're already making a lot of money. Um, But the problem with that is, uh, you know, nothing lasts forever, Mm. right? Uh, You wrote recently, I just read an article, you wrote about, is it Stan Big Bank who've uh, released a a payments platform now? Uh, Is it Unayo? Is it Unayo? yeah. And um, so, I mean, they, they haven't started in Zimbabwe. They've started in Botswana. Going, and Yeah. yeah. Um, I think they're in Kenya as well and, and other places. But, you know, competition slowly begins to creep in, right, uh, mm-hmm. within the space that you're in. So you, you never have a monopoly over a market full for a long time you know mm-hmm. uh it, you might enjoy it for a period of time mm-hmm. but you will be forced to, at some point to begin to really look intrinsically at your brand mm-hmm. and say am i really connecting with the audiences beyond the service level beyond the product level mm-hmm. uh, and that's it's going to matter really and as i said at the beginning with apple the difference between apple and microsoft um, that's what Apple discovered. They discovered that look, uh, even if you uh, look at the brand campaign, uh, think different, mm. it had nothing to do with the computer, mm. right? It was all to do with the philosophy, the brand philosophy, who they are as a people. And they were inspired by Nike, by the way, who mm. again, Nike, the product is the aftermath, right? Mm. Uh, what Nike really are after is helping people become, as they say, uh, if you have a body, you're an athlete, right? Mm. They're helping people to be the best that they can be. Uh, so... Um, Yeah, we find that a lot of the brands here and a lot of the corporate brands here, they're built on products and services. Mm. They're not really built on values. They're not really built on principles. They're not really built on the non-tangible aspects of of a brand.
2: Mm. And Apple as well puts a a, investor a lot in R&D so that they're always ahead. They're always ahead. So no one can ever really catch up with them now, I think, because it's like they probably have technology that's like 10 years ahead of Mm -hmm. everybody else. So that that sets them apart already. So yeah,
3: yeah, definitely. Um,
1: I yeah. agree. I definitely agree. I, I think. Um, I, I, no, this is my problem with 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 companies the size of Econet, is that they are standard bearers for yeah. for industry. So if they decide mm-hmm. to take the route of we're going to develop products and features, um, mm-hmm. everyone in the market will start to develop products and features. But Econet, like you said, uh, and EcoCash and its sister company EcoCash. Um, mm-hmm. are the incumbents in the market? They're about 85% market share. They have the luxury yeah. to yes. work on features and products because they're an ancillary service. They're like Zessa or Zinwa, yes. you, you oh, can't yeah. do without them because they're everywhere. Yeah. But as a smaller brand or a smaller company, I uh, said earlier that startups don't spend enough time focusing on strategy in terms of branding.
4: Mm-hmm. You
1: then need to put the legwork into creating experiences. Um, because exactly. I always say, and some startup founders who might be listening to this who I've recently talked to might not like this but nobody cares about features. Nobody oh, yeah. cares about features like you can yeah. you can have the most innovative feature design thing if it's poorly translated in terms of how it's laid out in user experience right. and user interface. Yes. Yes. I'm, not, I'm going to log out my example is a uh, uh, Sasai um, Econet's, um, yes. Econet's uh, social media super app. Yes. I think it's really useful but I just can't uh-huh. use it so you've got exactly. me to download it right but Mm -hmm. I can't use it. And I wrote a couple Mm -hmm. of articles uh, uh, last year about how SASAI should be broken up into individual applications. So people can find a use case for each each of them instead of just bundling it together and then confusing the user on how to use it, which which is really confusing. If you look at SASAI, it's got the cheapest bundles in Zimbabwe. It should have have, uh, toppled uh, WhatsApp by now
0: yeah but the yeah. fact
1: that that translation so it, it it's kind of a double-edged sword for 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 econet group uh cassava technologies EcoCash and econet um mm-hmm. that as much as you'd want to enter you when you enter markets like uh you know messaging apps social media you now mm-hmm. have to play by the international rules because exactly. there's nothing locally that says this you need to then go back to the drawing board and act like a small startup like okay yeah. right how do i begin with with um with, with with the strategy of how we're going to launch this because it mm-hmm. it it, it benefits no one if like uh, what we've been saying earlier is like if it benefits no one if your idea and your product is good but there's Mm -hmm. no way you can translate that and a part of branding as I've been reading in my little rabbit hole is um, how you make things usable how you Mm -hmm. make things workable Mm
5: -hmm.
1: is how people then begin to use those things so the Mm -hmm. eco cash app you mentioned as an example I have never been more disappointed with an app to the point <laughs> that I I use the USSD. I've got the EcoCache app on my phone. Yeah. But for a company of that size oh, yeah. to have an application that looks like it's copy and paste from a template from another company that's created it, oh, it's really oh, yeah. disappointing. Yeah,
3: and sure. I would rather
1: use the USSD because it's it's to the point. Yeah. Even though I have a smartphone, which is disappointing because um, like you said, you can never be um the biggest uh company in a market forever. Like we've seen Xerox, yeah. Kodak, and um yeah. Exactly. Being, being deposed and being disrupted by, 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 by startups. Um, yeah. You will never hold that position forever. So mm-hmm. the idea of a big company thinking like a startup is so far afield, from what I've seen with its in companies, it's, it's so far afield. Yes. They think that yes. it's a birthright to be, um, <laughs> to be, <laughs> this kind of like when, when in fact it's not. And and it speaks to how you, you convey, and I know I've been talking about branding and I think we were talking in in, in the generalist term, but it's, it's, and I think Johnny did really well distilling that is um it, it starts with the people that you put in the company um yes. you know the, the the workforce the people you put in there to, to to be able to convey what you want let's say as a ceo or mm-hmm. as, as a creative team what you want to convey um, it's also you know how you how you stratify your product so yes. if yeah. you feel like you can't achieve something in this it's better to excuse my french full ass not half ass something
3: Exactly. So, yeah. so just
1: go straight towards that thing and make sure you increase that vertical as, as much as possible. And then when you yeah. feel like you've got room and profitability and sustainability in it for, for you know, a medium term, you can then shift to, to something else. And mm-hmm. the work you've put into that can also translate to the, to the next product. Um, and I feel that that that's in, in terms of setting up brands, both for startups and big companies, uh, you guys are probably the experts. You can, you can inform me on this. Um, I think we've got a longer way to go. Yeah. Um, than 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 most people do in terms of I- I- identity because what i've uh, uh, what I've noticed is that there is there is no um, awareness of generational shifts. So yes, what exactly. I mean by that is um, mm-hmm. boomers, Gen X, millennials, we all had different mm-hmm. needs from different companies and we all look for true. different things. And then now Gen Z is a black box for most involved in companies because how do you approach <laughs> a generation that is very aesthetically focused?
3: yes Mm, how do you
1: a very free thinking a very you know liberal a very how do you then approach to match your values with that so i guess Mm. that's 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 the question is like have you seen that generational shift to be like in brands to be like yeah we want we want to be the brand for the new generation even if it's an old company
4: Mm. yeah that's extremely difficult i Mm. think for not in terms of not being possible but touching on what you said um this sort of inheritance uh, idea uh, mm. where, um, I mean, one of the things that I've noticed that is um, companies are now beginning to hire people under 25. It's now a thing, mm. right? Uh, mm. Where they hire people under 25. But the problem is if it's not about hiring them it's when you do hire them, mm. do they have a say, right? Uh, mm. Or can they influence your brand in some way? Mm. Uh, so there's still a lot of red, t- red tape and bureaucracy, Uh, that govern the decision-making and how things are actually done. Um, So yeah, you're absolutely right in saying that they don't appeal to to those generations. And even uh, even, uh, Econet as well is the same thing because I keep just gravitating back to the idea that Econet they just have a product that sometimes works, right? (laughs) And so, uh, and that's what they have to, to, to them. And even if you look at the fact that Eknet were, they um, overcame the parastetals, right, the the Tel Ones and all of that, Um, and they came after Tel One, Mm. but uh, because they were able to reach the people who were not reached, and so obviously that's one of the the reasons that uh, made them so successful. Um, That in itself should show us that there's no real um, mortality to any brand Mm. or or immortality, if you want, (laughs) to any brand. Um, And you talked about experiences, which, I mean, it's it's incredibly important. Mm. Uh, I was reading a, a paper and they were talking about the experience economy. I don't know if you've come across that. Yeah how that, well, the pandemic really did <laughs> not <about> but, <laughs> but the idea of the experience economy, they were pegging it at about, I think, 400 billion or, or more oh, wow. in terms of valuation. Yeah. And and it's true. And that's what really branding is now becoming about. Mm-hmm. It's becoming about those experiences. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and more so, if, um, if you are, let's say, an, an event company, mm-hmm. and you can't run those events during the pandemic, how do you keep your audience is engaged and how do you continue that same experience without the physical store, right? Mm. Look at what um, Amazon were doing. Uh, I don't know if you uh, heard about the Amazon Go uh, concept, the idea in New York. No, I haven't. So essentially Amazon, they were never really brick and mortar, right? They only had, uh, as you know, uh, they only had uh, warehouses and all Mm. So, but they wanted to get into retail mm. and so they were figuring out how do we get into retail and they knew that the only way they're going to get into retail because retail is dying because of the emergence of digital we have to be so unique in that retail space mm. and so what they did is they um they have they made a concept store in new york mm. where you can walk in with your amazon account and everything is already uh, on your phone mm. you don't need uh a card or anything, you yeah. just have your phone, you walk in the store, you pick all you want, you print your basket, and you literally walk out. Yeah. So they're using all this tech, um, uh, face ID, face recognition, and all of these things to be able to facilitate that experience. Yeah. Now, from a buyer pers- buyer's perspective, <laughs> that's like an incredible experience. I can walk yeah. into a store, <laughs> mm-hmm. purchase all I need, and walk out, yeah. and that's it. I don't have to wait on tails and yeah. none of those things, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, it, it's a real, uh, utopian you know kind of thing but (laughs) but still but still the the like you're saying Econet have a lot of funds and there's a lot of money they do have the scope to be able to engage in these R&Ds and uh, tell ones as well and Mm. all of that Um, but they they don't prioritize experiences and they're not relevant to the current generations though Africa has the youngest generation in the Mm. world in fact Mm. Uh, so they should really be thinking in that sense, not just hiring the 25-year-olds, but once you hire them, you know, how do they influence your brands? How mm. do they impact your brands? Because mm-hmm. a 25-year-old is the best person to reach another 25-year-old, as so you were saying. Yeah. 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 Do you want to jump in there a little bit? And,
2: uh... No, sweetheart. I'm 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 pretty
4: impressed by everything you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah I, I just wanted to make one more point, there, uh, uh, Valentine, that you said about uh, society, and I think that's a fantastic. Um, perspective that you, you you in terms of breaking it up mm. uh, because when you look at Facebook right um, they try to compete with WhatsApp and um, Instagram they didn't even compete they just bought them out uh, but with WhatsApp they tried to compete with them right with mm. Facebook Messenger mm. but they realized that they couldn't mm. and they they just bought them out and they left them to continue the brand well for the time that it was mm. uh, as it was to 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 run the operations And so you're completely right in saying that SASAI should be broken up because as they are now, they are competing with all the other services that they're providing Mm. uh, in the one space. Now, I get the idea of the convenience factor, right? You have everything within the same app. Mm. I I get that idea. Mm. Um, But the level of uh, execution that you can do uh, will not be the same uh, rather than if if it's broken up. So instead, rather they should think of it as a, a Google um, Google Suite uh, type of approach, like where they have an ecosystem mm. of of services within the same uh, brand. Uh, and Google is a good example, because they've really tied in the cohesive brand as a whole. Mm. Uh, so like I'm saying, it doesn't matter if you're using Google uh, Pages or Google Drive, whatever, you do feel like you're in the same ecosystem. Mm. Um, so maybe they should really start thinking like that in terms of ecosystems, as opposed to this one super um, super so application that can do all things for all men, which is, mm-hmm.
1: there's no such thing. Really. Yeah, I think WeChat was the one they wanted to really like kind of um, come up against and it's kind of worked in China. Um, right. Because it's. it's I, I look at it as, and I don't know if this is the correct term, but the supermarket model that yeah. you, you've got everything you need in one place, you run aisle by aisle to get what you need. Now, yeah. the difference with a community like Zimbabwe, um, and, I, and I'll speak from my own experience, is that I might go to a supermarket to buy general stuff. So, you mm-hmm. know, day-to-day house stuff, but I do have a butcher who i know sources mm. meat directly from smallholder farmers and i want to support those smallholder farmers by buying yeah. from them i also if mm. i want to buy a cake for example i'm not going to go to, to, to okay supermarket or food lovers or or pick and pay i'll go to a bakery like pemco who i know mm. this is exactly what they do they do not do anything else they've invested time and resources into making sure that this process works in this way and the product is not just consistent but it improves yes Mm, so when when you then begin to look at it like at at that for example and you see i see the aisle by aisle nature but Mm. i always look at it from when i'm in a store i'm laser focused on if i'm buying milk bread eggs and um let's say jam i'm not looking at everything else on the shelf yes i'm just walking past them going to the the spots that i need and it (laughs) works and doesn't because when now i use the till analogies that when i get to the till Mm. I have to wait in the same queue as mm. everyone who's gone come from a generalist perspective. And in yeah, in, sure. in the in the app, when it comes to development and strategy and branding, I'm having to wait mm. in the queue for you guys to fulfill all these needs oh, that yes. are not aligned to this need that let's say I or a group or a demographic or customer's needs. So right. is it is it not incumbent to say, no, let's have SciSci the chat app, yes. have its yes. own separate team doing separate yes. things. Uh, yeah. they will focus on the needs of the people who need a chat app, SciSci pay. Yeah. Green product payments is really a, a, a topic in Zimbabwe. Let's have a team that right. works specifically on that, and let's create strategies for each that are not necessarily convergent. Yes, the user interface and the user experience is something that we have to baseline. Yes, but when it comes to what each app is doing individually in terms of meeting needs, it mm-hmm. the convergence can come when we have overlap in certain in certain areas. But then yes. to leave it as such is is um is a problem, and I say this because um start up small companies then take um, cues from Econet
0: yeah, because of, yeah.
1: they're successful, it's, it's beyond yeah. debate that Econet is, is successful or Econet yeah. group is successful. So they begin yeah. to take cues from that, not, I, I probably might be speaking out of term, here, but not understanding the nuances that come into getting to that point. So yes. copying Econet with a strategy does not necessarily work for your business. Yeah particularly when it comes to brand image because they've got lug- the luxury of decades of research and development and man hours and yes, dedication yeah. blood sweat and tears where you are one year let's say 6 months into your startup or your business and you've launched your first product and you're looking at it yeah. like no let's stuff more features and you're like no yeah. no no like, can you fulfill that can you convey to your customer
0: mm-hmm. yes
1: exactly. each feature like like cuz again is that a brand being the product as well can you convey and it goes back to Nike and Apple um, a, 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 a couple of friends of mine this weekend were talking about, um, so uh, my media producer, Ed, or well, our media producer, Ed, moved mm-hmm. to Apple, he got an iPhone for the first time. And he was describing the experience of an iPhone and that became more conversation. And then I, I, in that conversation, then I realized that Apple doesn't want to be Android. They don't want to spec out phones mm-hmm. to the limits oh, yeah. of the capabilities. <laughs> they understand it's possible. You can you yes. can make a, a a beastly phone. But what are people using phones for? They want to call, they want to text, they want to watch media. Let's optimize those three things to the point that we can then move on to other things. Let's make it easier. A phone is a companion. So, you know, um, Face ID, for example, other companies have launched Face ID, but it it doesn't work as well as iPhone. And they might've been late to launching it in, in comparison to other companies, but it's not who was first, but who's working the best.
4: Exactly. Exactly, so, and that—that's one of the uh, sorry, Valentine. Um, that's one of the biggest problems that uh, a lot of people have, a lot of companies or brands make mm. uh, is wanting to own that first mover advantage, right? Mm. Um, we are first to market, but. Um, it, there, there are a lot of um, i mean there are advantages to that as well but there are drawbacks to that as well because you are essentially the the guinea pig for all right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you have to test the the entire market uh for for everybody else and uh, I, I read one um, article or rather a comment somebody was saying um about how Apple sometimes sits back and lets everybody else do the r d right <laughs> and <then they> just... <laughs> And they just learn from because, you know, the iPhone was essentially uh, that our whole idea, right? Mm-hmm. You, you take a phone. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, you're absolutely right in that. Uh, experiences are, are really overlooked. And that's a huge part of the brand experience mm-hmm. Um, is how do I feel using the product? Does it uh, am I perceiving it to be a simple experience or uh, mm-hmm. because the thing is, one of the things that made Apple successful is they help people do things, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Like you said, a phone is just supposed to do what a phone is supposed to do and do it well. Um, and so, yeah, there's a story I heard about uh, an Apple executive who, there's an, um, um, sorry, a reporter who was interviewing him and mm-hmm. they were in the car and they're going somewhere else. And he said, he just wanted to poke the guy and said, oh, did you hear about what um, um, Microsoft, they released a new tablet? Mm. Um, and he said, oh yeah, yeah, I do. I did. He said, oh, the, the tablet is so great. You know, it's got all these features and everything. Mm. And he said that the executive just sat down and he was on his uh, iPad mm. and he just looked up and he said, yeah, it must be great. Mm. And I'm sure the features are really great. Mm. And so just speaking to what you're saying about how Apple really, they, to some degree, they try to silo themselves to their audience and their brand and continuing their brand and giving the best that they can mm. of their brand that they're not as distracted because of course they're looking at the competition and what the competition is doing, but mm. they don't allow that to distract to what they're doing mm. and, and refining and improving the, 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 the current services that they're offering or the experiences that they're offering, mm. um, if you will. Um, and, the, and the last thing I wanted to say as well on that is one of the things that I guess um, the size size are, are not uh, taking into account is that Valentine is not just using SciSci, right? Mm. He's also using Facebook. He's also using Instagram. Mm. He's also using all these other international apps. Mm. And if they're going to go into the market, they need to look at, okay, what is the user experience like on WhatsApp? What's Mm. the user experience like on a Facebook? Mm. Um, Because then they would uh, leverage what's... um, called heuristics, right? Which is the idea of quickly uh, being able to process information, right? You can call it shortcutting, if you will. If I want to solve a problem, for the most part, the brain is going to leverage what's already existing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, if you're going to create a product, you need to con- uh, survey the market and understand: okay, what are people already using? What are they already used to? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the the, the behaviors that they're accustomed to already? And then you start from there, and then you build your experience, because you are trying to teach everyone a whole new experience altogether. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, um, yeah, just to also speak to that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm
1: yeah um, um yeah I I, I I i'm glad we're of like mind i, I do like disagreements but i enjoy it, I enjoy <laughs> it.
3: Uh,
1: because i it, it, I think selfishly it confirms to me that i'm not crazy because sometimes i've said i'm like no dude i think you're crazy these guys these guys are successful they know what they're doing but then when you when you put them up against what's going on internationally um it's it's a whole different ball game like um, oh yeah. it's it's yeah. it's um it is it's something else it's like otherworldly the point to which other companies have, have um have invested in terms of who they are and i know mm. it It kind of it kind of um it kind of sounds like we're talking about product design instead of a brand strategy yeah. but but mm. in in essence your your product is part of your brand because if you can't meet the it's minimum possible. threshold yeah. It, yeah. It, it won't it, it it won't convey what you want to convey so if you say you're launching a a payments app but the payments Good. app can't complete transactions you haven't launched a yep. payments app you've just launched an app you've launched yeah. an, an enter and repeat that you haven't launched what you are so if that goes into it it's easier or maybe let me let me ask question is it easier to to inform your audience or to convey who you are when your product works as intended and works above and beyond expectations
2: Absolutely, yes, absolutely it's easier because it's it's memorable. Mm. Um, something that works as it's supposed to is absolutely memorable. Um, something that's even laid out in a simple way, like we're talking if we're talking about logos, for example, um, something that's simple, um, not too busy, um, is memorable because you find that like I was looking at um, an estate agent the other day and I couldn't remember because the the name is so, the name is a bit <laughs> it's a bit out there. I don't know how to, like, okay, there's being out there that sets you apart, right? That makes you unique, but there's being too out there that's kind of like, I don't know, maybe wild, maybe it's not memorable. I couldn't remember the name because the name is so complicated. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to mention it now because <laughs> but um the name is just so complicated. And I was like, that name alone like you know for a brand it has to be memorable it it should be something that i can easily remember like Zarura, right Mm -hmm. you can remember that (laughs) that's that's so easy like so it has to be simple and and easy to remember it has to catch your eye. Um, if it's sort of like on the outside of things or the logo, and it has to catch your eye, it has to be attractive. It's it's memorable that way, and I think it's effective if it's memorable. If I can remember something, then you know, well, good on you, you know. But if I if I can like I don't know if I look at a brand and then I walk away and I can't even remember what it's about, there's a problem because you, know, you, you want to be able to remember it, you know. So yeah, yeah. And I I noticed that um with this, when it comes to some um designs well should i mention this <laughs> i'm being careful <laughs> i'm being careful <laughs> like okay like there's uh, certain clients that we got to know when we we're still back in ireland there's a, a certain uh category of clients that would come and they want you to design if it's a um if it's a, a logo if it's um um, a poster. it has to be very busy. like you know, I don't know if you've if you've watched Nigerian movies or yes, like, know. you' know, like you know you always have I don't know
0: <laughs> we love them we absolutely love them right?
2: but there's always this like let's say the introduction of the movie like you have you might have fireworks you might have I don't know like a flash of um the, what would I put the title you might have like really loud notes there's a lot of things happening like at the same time like so there was a clientele that like when they came we knew that they want you know the the text mixed with loads of pictures and <laughs> am I explaining it well like yeah it's just it was so busy so noisy so loud And we're like, okay, just be focused, you know, because you can't try to do all things in the one go it's not going to be memorable because like what am I going to take away from it what will I remember like you know if there's fireworks and there's lights and there's stars and there's like all you know all mashed up loads of things happening at the same time so yeah so I'm just coming back to keep it simple when you're going for a brand make sure it's memorable Um, that's more effective because you want people to remember who you are what the brand is what it stands for Uh, so if you have it simple then it's 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 much better it's more effective
4: yeah, yeah, if I could jump in there as well, um, to, to your question there, there is a company in New York called Seagull and Gale, and they run a um, a report every year called the, Black, uh, the Brand Simplicity Indexed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they found out that the brands which have the most uh, loved brands were the brands which had the simplest experiences. Um, so mm. simplicity and experience well we're talking about uh, apple again and by the way maybe you could actually tell us how edward uh, found the iphone experience uh, <laughs> so but in any case um they they found a correlation with um sim- simplicity in terms of experiences um being uh relating to likability for brands mm. Uh, so there's a positive brand association that comes with it mm-hmm. so that you can't remove the experience from the brand. Uh, one of the most powerful uh, forms of advertising is word of mouth still today mm-hmm. um, because of the trust factor, right? So um, for brands to build affinity and trust, mm-hmm. uh, affinity essentially is just uh, likability uh, and how willing people are to, to, to continue using your brand, mm-hmm. um, which bridges on loyalty as well. For, for people to continue... Uh, uh, um, to to garner all of those things you know brand affinity and brand loyalty it is predicated on the experience the brand experience itself Mm. the brand experience has to be above and beyond anything else that you say or the products or the features or anything Mm. like that right Mm. so yes there is a direct uh, correlation between if the product is working as it should work Mm. uh, and the that in itself will inform the audience of the brand itself. Uh, Because like we're saying, the brand is built on values and and, and principles. And part of the values that you prescribe, uh, which then in turn, you um, sort of voice your promise, that is lived through the experience. Mm. You know, that's lived through the experience. And so without the experience, there is no sort of uh, personification, if you will, of those values and and the
0: right. Sure, sure.
1: And, and and speaking about logos, Liz, you, you, you're kind of a bad influence in this sense because I'm I'm a very <laughs> visually inclined person. Um, so, so the one thing that I do when I look at a company, I look at their brand and I look at um, the design language used for the brand. Um, mm. So funny enough, I was going through Zara's website and I saw the Rethink series and I was like, mm. you know what? Yeah. I, I did not know I needed this in my life, but here it is.
4: <laughs> uh, this is something that
1: I've been I've been thinking about for years and years and years. And, years. and I saw the, the Tau 1 Net 1 um. Rethink. Uh, for listeners, I'll leave this in the comments below, uh, in the description, sorry, so you can just l- take a look at it. And immediately when I saw what you were trying to do with the redesign of the of the Taiwan logo, um, mm-hmm. four core principles, creative, create visual strength, uh, create mm-hmm. visual balance, modernize the identity and increase legibility.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the Taiwan logo as it is, to be honest, um, this mm-hmm. is just my own personal opinion, looks like something out of let's say 1995. Uh, it's it's very for the time for the time it's very chic i know back then it was still ptc but it it was very chic um but but when i look at it it um i'm like okay cool like fair enough it's a telecommunications company they've clearly stated what they want to do by the two arrows that kind of interconnect that it's they're based on connection so i respect that but then when Mm -hmm. i go down through your design i'm looking at i'm like oh okay right right the, the little logo in the middle that's way too textured and with, with, a, with, a, with, a, with, a, with a glossy sheen on it was simplified yeah. to something that actually represents the, the connection in, in, in a, probably a flatter or more uh, uh, minimalistic um, design you can mm-hmm. see it far more uh, vividly in, in, in that mm-hmm. sense um, and then when I looked at um, so I say Lizzie, a bad influence because I, I didn't want to talk about this but you know since you brought it up <laughs> I'm going to I'm um, it's,
0: it's the
1: use of the color wheel when people are designing mm-hmm. stuff like yes. using complementary, split complementary, contrasting, triadic. It's like when I saw the 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 title of it as net one and tone, but when I saw the the net the net one versions of it with the blue and the orange, I was like, Yeah, you know what? This is like this, this this makes sense. Like uh it, the, the net one is actually jumping out at me and with the one in front of in, in the zero and even the simplification of it um to something that is you know um the one with the one in the zero uh communicating that and the variations of designs I'll 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 leave a link as I said so you guys can check it out for yourselves but it's that is it it struck me as in like when I then started to think about logos I'm seeing now and I'm like this is way too busy like is it going Mm -hmm. to be is it easy to reproduce for example um Mm -hmm. to do that consistently all the time because there's just so much happening and you Mm -hmm. get I don't know if I'm, I'm wrong on this but you get some sort of Uh, degradation of quality um as you print on because you then think hey man this was really expensive to do we let's just try and you know do it in black and white um but this offers you that's that consistency and you can do this over and over and over again because it's legible it's telling you what it is and you can do it on anything and you can then not worry about um can you do you do it consistently? But how can you improve it in, in terms of textures? So I say this because one day I picked up when I was when I was in university, I picked up a an Adidas uh, flyer. Right, it was a special promo. Uh, I didn't know what they were doing, but I picked up a flyer, and then I picked the um, the, the flyer up and I ran my finger across the Adidas logo, and it was textured. Right. And that is memorable. Like yes. like someone actually put the time into saying, "Wait, I want someone to be able to feel
4: when, yes. when they when they
1: And it's it's. I, I can't put it into words. Again, Liz, this is your fault. This is all your fault, but I can't put it into words. But it's like simplifying something as time goes on, like with the, with the Google logo. It was very, very, you know, cartoony and very, very cute yeah. for its time. But now yeah. they're looking more and more into simplifying it, into making it, you know, yeah. much simpler. And the Xiaomi logo, uh, people, are, well, I wrote an article last year saying that they spent $300,000 to simplify their design. And i was kind of you know poking fun at that and i was like yeah well you know it's it's kind of hilarious but from a (laughs) from a branding point of view Mm. um people don't know the process of the visual process of just coming up with something like that the the, like we said the discovery session you do it then leads to an actual strategy meeting on what we need to do what you want to convey how we can best convey this so i'm guessing Mm. it's templates and 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 samples and ideas so it starts from materials to colors to fonts um Mm what are we putting this on and why how can we scale this image to billboard size can we keep it consistent from a billboard to 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 a to a letterhead um mm-hmm. and, and i look at the xiaomi logo and i, and I kind of laugh at myself for kind of making fun of them and i'm like yeah you know what it might the three hundred thousand dollars is not paying for the printer it's paying for the years yeah. of experience and the RNG oh, yes. hours and the oh, focus yeah. grouping and the talking and the back and forth and that person's own expertise to get to the point where yeah we, we got a simplified logo that kind of looks the same but is is something that they can do more consistently I don't know if I'm crazy I guess please confirm if I'm crazy or not,
2: <laughs> <laughs> You're definitely, not crazy. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not um I'll just add on to say uh, you said it um but um a good brand has to evolve. Mm. It has to evolve. You were talking about Google, how it was cartoony in the beginning, but now they're refining it to be more simpler. Mm. Definitely it has to evolve and catch up with the times, catch up with the with the generation, if you like. Mm. Um, so definitely you, you you hit it spot on there. And um, yeah, you're definitely not crazy to, to think that. I mean, People sometimes um, think that, okay, how can you pay for a logo for 300000 you said. But the thing is that there's a lot that goes behind the process um, of designing the logo, right? Like what we were talking about, there's a lot of psychology behind it. Like my husband, who is the perfect one to explain it, because he, when he was studying his um, um, Uh, Branding and and, um, strategy and everything that comes with it. He studied psychology as well, so he will tell you that this font brings this sort of feeling so if you're designing like for the kindergarten that we're doing a, a case study for like there's a font that works with children. Mm. that's attractive that's bouncy that mm. makes you feel like okay this is fun mm. you know um this you know the, the font speaks itself but then people don't realize that sometimes you know that there's it's it's deeper than than the eye mm. sees um so yes do you want to talk about that a little
4: bit uh yeah um what you both said is completely true um One of the things like you're talking about the Xiaomi, I don't know if I pronounce that properly, (laughs) Uh, identity, Mm -hmm. and even the Tel One identity as well, even the Google identity, Mm. is we have to think about the audiences that are being served, Mm. right, Uh, as well as being an intrinsic, right, coming from uh, the people and and the the internal brand, as, as well as the external audience, the internal audience and the external audience. Um, and when I'm saying internal audience, I'm talking about the stakeholders. I'm talking about the, uh, the employees, the people who are projecting this brand to the world. Uh, because for for the most part, a lot of the times that uh, what people do um, in many places is that they design what they want to design, mm. and they throw it out to the world um, as a finished product. There's no iteration on it whatsoever. But as you spoke to uh, Valentine, the the focus groups to try and understand: okay, is this mark hitting the right? Is it relatable to the audiences that we're speaking to. Mm. And so that's important. Focus groups are incredibly important. Mm. Um, The other thing I wanted to say was that Google is serving a very varied audience, Mm. right? Um, The different people, it's a very diverse audience. Mm. And so the more diverse your audience is, the simpler your logo has to become. Mm. Uh, The Harley Davis logo is not very simple. (laughs) Mm. And that's on purpose, right? Because they're serving a very specific niche audience. Mm. Um, And so it's the same thing with Taiwan because Taiwan are serving, again, an array of audiences a different uh, Zimbabweans and citizens. And so the whole idea with simplifying this logo was, as my uh, wife said, um, number one, it, has to, it had to be more current. Mm. Right? So that, that was important. The mm. second thing, it, it had to be flexible enough that different audiences can easily identify with mm. it. Uh, and so that's, that was also important. Um, but what was even more important uh, with this approach was that, look, we said, why, um, what was Tel One's strength in the beginning? Mm-hmm. You know, and and we laid out. Look, they were the first telecoms, with the first cellular uh, network, ICTS plant, and all of that. There's a lot of things that they incepted into uh, uh, to the to the audiences to Zimbabweans, uh, so mm-hmm. to speak. And so that was the idea. Let's let's bring this idea of being the first, being number one, mm-hmm. uh, in people's mm-hmm. minds. And could we, over time, uh, build this um, visceral? Uh, uh, um, sort of uh, effect between the identity and how people feel about the brand. Could it be possible that people would feel that, oh, yeah, Talon was the first, uh, you know, they were the inception of most of the things and mm-hmm. they can actually be the first. Uh, now, I mean, that's, can, that's debatable, but <laughs> the, the whole idea, the whole idea is uh, we are building on the foundation of um. On something more concrete mm. than just uh, the colors, than just the the text and the fonts and and all these things are important. Mm. Um, but like we we're saying, brands are built on on strategy, and strategy is built on values and uh, and all of those things. Yeah. Mm.
1: So um, so some some of my listeners would say, well, Valentine, you've gone off into the weeds again. Now. <laughs> you, you, you this, this is what you do in every podcast. You go off into the weeds. Um, so, I think. The most important thing I was probably talking about is that, uh, the, brand, the the company itself, uh, in in what it can offer um, to uh, to Zimbabwean or to Zimbabwean businesses. Um, mm-hmm. Because on, on on your on your on your website, um, capabilities on the brand strategy, which is what really interests me the most. Um, there's brand discovery, which we spoke about earlier. Uh, brand messaging, mm-hmm. brand positioning, market validation, um, and then on brand film. There's company intro, service launch, product launch, training videos um and on brand design itself the brand's identity the the visual systems the user interface and experience and audio branding um that is quite a comprehensive uh, product offering because you're essentially um you're essentially um a one-stop shop I should say um in, in terms of everything and i say that because again and at the beginning i said i'm a fan um there is a in your complete hold on um, in your works or the work you've done Mm. um i saw bill out bill out yes yeah. um uh, irish fintech and yeah. i have got to say like <laughs> i didn't i, I didn't want I, di- I didn't want this like the way i'm seeing the posters and i'll leave a link to uh, listening to out. um but the, the 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 now first going to just the the visual design mm. or the visual systems of the posters um i'm this is proper photographers who took this. Um, this is actually a set. For, from my eyes, this is a set design, especially the 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 the, the lady in the in the white coat. Um, mm-hmm. This is an actual set design. And mm-hmm. now I'll, I'll I'll explain from like me as just being a person who's come across this. Um, from a from a production point of view, I can see that all lighting um, protocols were, were 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 met. I can kind of see where the key lights coming from. Maybe there's a bit of fill light there and there. There's no hair light from what I can see from the picture. Um, mm. But the, the the model herself is conveying calm and confidence, um, mm. and then it draws me to the bill out logo, and I'm like, oh, okay, what do these guys do? And yes. then <laughs> the,
0: the, the next
1: image is uh, flex your new powers, and mm. this lady who's lying down. And again, you know, it's it's it 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 it's color wheel stuff. Like you know, it, there's contrast. Yes.
0: Um,
1: I can I can read it and I can see every layer of the image. Um, mm. and then rule my bills, which is the last image on 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 the website or on the on the part I'm looking at. Again, it's it's very striking. the the close up image of, of 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 the guy um is very striking, and then pulls you down to to the point. So it's it's kind of conveying quite a lot to me. <laughs> uh Maybe mm-hmm. it's, it's I, I'm 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 Then this is why I said I'm a fan because it it speaks to my kind of aesthetic nature that I, I like things mm-hmm. to look and feel a certain way. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Um. So that was me and inadvertently making an advert for Zarura by
3: describing what I saw. <laughs> But, Thank you.
1: <laughs> but from f- from a creation and strategy point of view, you guys are the guys who who, who start this out. Um, I want to know, um, let's say a Zimbabwean startup approached you and with your product offering, uh, we've already talked about brand uh discovery. Mm. So let's say they want the full package. Um, mm-hmm. you know, no figures. Uh well you can put you know costs if you want, but um <laughs> uh, but I,
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, three hundred thousand guys US
2: dollars. US dollars
1: <laughs> not bond.
3: Not bond. Not, not bond, guys. Bond, b- b- bond. <laughs> yeah. <What? laughs>
1: so yeah. so in terms of in terms of your 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 list of a brand strategy, um a local startup comes to you that local startup um sells vegetables for example and you've already know that you've done the brand discovery the, the discussions so walk me through if they want the entire package and they've got an application um because i see you also did um application uh ui and ux which mm-hmm. which for me my eyes is easy, easily navigable because from what i can see i can see my home button bills uh notifications and help and they're on the bottom of the screen so that i can i'm right or left-handed you can still reach them with your um with, you, with your thumb or the, the finger you type with. And and everything I need is in my field of view. Um, so I, I don't know if this is making sense, but this is from what I'm seeing. It's like, yeah, yeah every, everything I need. I don't need to scroll. I can see everything I need to see. Um, so you did the UX and then the UI for, uh, for them. And so just walk me through. I'm, I'm, I'm a startup that's selling vegetables. And I want to, uh, I want to sell the very best from local um, smallholder farmers.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, uh, walk me through after brand uh, discovery. Uh, what will then go on for the entire package?
4: All right. Uh, well, thank you. You pretty much said <laughs> a lot of what we we do, and uh, we thank you for that plug. Uh, so yeah. So once we, uh, it, it depends if you are an existing brand already. As you said, we would need to do an audit. We need to understand where your brand currently is now in terms of um, its operations, its audience, how the audience are perceiving the brand. Mm -hmm. Um, A good example of how we did that was with Discovery. Um, This is a a gospel choir that is sung with Stevie Wonder and a lot of um, celebrities. Uh, And so when we were undertaking their brand, we had to do an audit. We had to understand where they are first. Uh, We had to understand uh, the market, any data that they have on the audiences and the perception of the brand. Uh, That's quite important. So that's for rebrands that we will start. But for new companies, it's essentially the same thing. We're essentially trying to understand the brand story, Mm -hmm. uh, where they're coming from, the market that they're in, Mm -hmm. um, and uh, the competitors, who else is around this market? What are the current alternatives Mm -hmm. that are existing? Mm -hmm. Uh, So uh, you can have close alternatives, which are your direct competitors, or you can have um, complementary or uh, uh, non-close alternatives. Mm -hmm. Uh, For example, if... I go to a store and I regularly drink um, a tea, but they don't have tea for me that day. Uh, you could drink coffee if you're into that or whatever. So it's a very simplistic way of trying to explain that. But in other words, basically, your people are not using your solution. They are using some solution. Uh, and what is that solution already in market? So we need to understand that solution.
5: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, and then we go into messaging. So the messaging is extremely important uh, as a writer. <laughs> I'm yeah. sure you you, you yeah. Uh, it. Yeah. So, you know, the copy, all of the copy, we need to understand, okay, this, your, your brand, your values, all of these things, how are they reflected uh, in your messaging? How does the brand actually speak? Mm-hmm. Uh, what are the word choices that we use? Mm-hmm. Especially with bailout? we gave them a whole messaging framework how they should speak, how they should not speak. And this is based on who they already are, by the Mm -hmm. way. Uh, This is not us creating an idea, uh, an identity for them. Uh, It's essentially developing what was uh, existing already. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that obviously leads into positioning because a lot of what positioning is about is how you speak, right? It's because people are gonna read about you. Mm -hmm. Uh, So um, that's that. And then we have to validate in the marketplace Mm -hmm. Um, also. So in fact, the the market validation really comes after the discovery uh, phase. This is part of our research. Uh, Because we're trying to understand, okay, what you think about yourself as a brand, is that what your company, uh, sorry, is that what your audiences uh, think about you? Mm -hmm. Uh, So there's a market validation uh, pre messaging and all of that, and there's a market validation after the fact. Mm -hmm. So we need to put it out there almost like a prototype, so to speak, and focus groups, all of that are part of the, the same thing Mm -hmm. um and so once we've uh, locked all of that in now we're not starting to talk about uh logos and the visual aspect of Mm -hmm. things yeah um so it's the last stage of the branding process um because it's not essentially we would consider that the top line um because that's the exciting stuff Uh, (laughs) so that's essentially what it is but at the same time i mean you can't make a, a a launch video without real copy and good copy, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't make a launch video without actually understanding what are you actually uh, saying, or yes. uh, who are you actually reaching, who's mm-hmm. the actual audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we need to segment the audience as well. We really refine the audiences to uh, the most um, um, the, the ones who, sort of like the early adopters, if you will, who would be able to purchase your product today. So we yes. would need to focus on that. We know that people want to reach everybody, mm-hmm. but we always encourage clients: you can't reach everybody today, right now, especially if you don't have the the finance to to help you market yourself out there right mm-hmm. so um so that's essentially the, the the trajectory i don't know if there's anything that's not as clear maybe i could you could raise it up and i could clarify that
1: oh i'm 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 good i'm, I'm like i said i'm a fan so i'm i'm, I'm good um yeah
2: just to add on to the, the company intro there you were talking about so we do filming as well i think yeah that's probably loud on our on our website oh, yeah. um yeah we did notice that there was a, a gap as well in the quality of filming mm. um here in zimbabwe there's there's a few people starting to come up who are who film really really well uh-huh. really well but we think it's very important um for companies to have like a video to introduce themselves yeah. to talk about what they do and like there's um there's a whole lot you can do because you know everything is is on on social media now like I mean we're in the digital age mm-hmm. so like you're most likely to be more successful if you're on um online you're mm-hmm. socially present online like that's another thing that we noticed most businesses they tend to not i don't know if it's a lack of knowledge or it's just maybe the mentality like the old mentality of it's okay we exist you don't know that you you need to be online you need to be present online because you'd find that most businesses they don't even have the basics facebook page instagram page you know they don't have that they don't have any videos. So like the videos would really help then, you know, to show people to relate to who they'll be working with. Um, Training videos is there as well. Um, because you can train people we're finding that um, that's something that we ourselves have to do as Sarura because um, there isn't that much awareness around branding so we have to do like sort of education videos like explaining what is branding you know what does it do for you so you can do that as a company as well we'd, we'd offer that service um, when we're doing the branding and uh, and then the visual um, systems I think you spoke about that what mm-hmm. your branding Mm. Um, advertising, really, yeah. So that's that's it in a nutshell. I just on to add on.
4: Yeah, we we seem like we're doing a lot, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's actually not that that much. When you really look at it, like the company intro video is is a natural um, progression from all the previous stages there, mm. because you need to tell people who you are. They need to know who you are. Mm. And video has, I believe, seventy to eighty percent engagement rate beyond just uh, flyers and posters. So. Mm. Um, the data is, oh, yeah, video yeah. is just incredible. In, in, in fact, when we're talking about purchase intent, video has a higher um, driver to purchase intent than mm. actually just posters and stuff. So, mm. um, so yes, uh, video is, is extremely important, as my wife has already out, uh, eloquently outlined mm. um, in the digital space. You need to look at the... Um, the reels and the TikToks, right? Oh, so, yeah. And that, oh yeah. That speaks to it already. So, yeah. uh, so video is important, but we focus primarily on company videos. So we don't do better videos. We don't do wedding videos. <laughs> we <don't> do, <laughs> mm-hmm. Just to make that clear, yeah. uh, because we are specialized within the context of brand. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if the service launch is the same thing, you know, mm. you're launching a your service, it's all related to that particular brand. And the training videos are covering internal. Uh, you spoke a little bit about that, Valentine, uh, internal branding as well. The, mm. the, the employees need to understand the new brand, right? Mm. So uh, we help companies to um, uh, engage in, in employee branding, uh, how we can get buy-in from the existing, because they are stakeholders as well, the employees. And so we do those as well. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Great. A
2: good example actually would be praise I just thought that when you're saying we don't do wedding videos, we don't do music videos, but like we we can take up an artist and brand them, yeah. like brand them, you know, completely from the top to the bottom. So an example is like Ja Jaap Jaapreza, you can see he was very strategic. He, just, he didn't just go into music. Well, of late, I can see like the way he's released his albums, right? We have Kutonga Kwaro, which is targeting the men. Mm. You know, we have like you can see the different albums he's released targeting women targeting um social issues that's where I'm coming from so there's a brand that's a brand strategy he's mm-hmm. he's gone in. he's thought about what music he's going to produce who is he going to be speaking to and then look at the filming look at the quality of his videos mm-hmm. at like absolutely top match ob- absolutely competitive when it comes to the global stage mm-hmm. right and then you have the the, the visual system all working together mm-hmm. you know so like it all works together it seems like we're doing a lot but it's not really it's working together because Mm -hmm. you need to have the brain behind it you need Mm -hmm. to have a strategy you need to think about what you want to do what you're representing what business you're getting into Mm -hmm. then you need to present it Mm -hmm. in a way that is aesthetically um pleasing that is palatable Mm -hmm. you know that is attractive that will draw in all those clients and then you need to have the 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 visual system working you need to ask you know the website the app how is that going to work mm. you know so it it all works hand in hand together yeah and it's all important each each part of it is very important it works together it's like you know it's like the human body I guess you need the head <laughs> the the hands they're all serving a different purpose but they work together and they they're effective in working together mm. yeah
1: that's, that's that's great and Liz again you're a bad influence because you kind of hit on the <laughs> So when you when you mentioned filming and the quality of uh, productions locally, when it comes yeah. to advertisements, um, mm-hmm. the one question I always ask when I see an advertisement is, did you do film scouting or sc- uh, scene scouting?
0: <laughs> like that is such an integral right. part of how you're going to set your
1: stage because it's like buying a
0: canvas. Yeah, yeah. that's oh, true. You need, you need
1: to know the the canvas maker, what material they're using, how that will interact with your brushes, your paints. What what medium are you using? Um, mm-hmm. And and how that all interacts, it then gives the clearer picture. So I see. Have you scouted yeah. the location to convey what you want to project? Because when you see uh, Apple, let's use Apple because they're probably the best in the business at this, is
0: mm-hmm.
1: it's always serene, calm, picturesque, oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. and that, in my opinion, conveys how they want you to feel about using their devices that you're not mm-hmm. going to face any hiccups. You're going to face this. But when I see, yes. um, I think the, the, the funniest one of the best one was Zimnat Insurance when they, yeah. um, when they pushed a, a, a Mark X up a tree. And um, you know, well, people who passed by told me that they did not know how a car got up a tree. But when I what? then, yeah, I, they, they thought a car had actually crashed up until they saw the film crew.
3: And, <laughs> and then when the
1: when, when the when the ad came out, I was like, this is exactly what you need to be doing. Um, mm. And on the other end, um, you get companies like Mambo's Chicken, which tries to be mm. shock and awe, but shock and awe can only last for so long because mm. you then need to keep pushing the threshold of what's um your taboo and acceptable um uh, yeah. but even in, in 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 incorporating video um i was talking to someone at the real estate agency a while back and they said the the one thing you need to get in is in terms of social media is um especially with the advent of tiktok is people have, yeah. you've got the attention for 30 seconds yes,
0: yes. Um,
1: so. and you need to pack in as much as you can in 30 seconds mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. when i was you know watching a lot because i watch a lot of behind the scenes stuff from from, from movies and and productions mm-hmm. I, you see that these people made a one minute ad, but it was a one minute, one month operation costing oh, hundreds yes. of thousands of dollars. Oh, oh, yes.
0: Yes. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm.
1: I, I'm going to be kind of, you know, kind of, um, talking, talking down about some companies, but you don't see that kind of, um, initiative when it comes to production. Cause most people think a camera and a set is all you need. When in fact oh, yeah. it's, it's a whole process. Like I, yeah. like, i've learned this while doing live podcasts is or in-person podcasts lighting audio super important the camera consistency of having the same the same two cameras the same lenses the same settings so that makes work life easy in post but this is more from a production aspect for for company perspective how is how investing money in making the most out of the platforms that have got the most usage is probably the way to go and i've noticed on tiktok i've been on tiktok for like six seven months now i'm seeing mm. very few Zimbabwean companies putting the production level of companies like um uh google and, and apple and whatnot are oh, in yeah. their short videos and those sort of yeah. videos have got a lot of engagement like i like mkbhd he has defined oh, yeah. what it is to be a, a tech influencer and he's Fine. he's very very aware of what what you need to do or what, how you need to present yourself um, mm. And it is all. It, I think some of it is ad libbing because I think he's now um, at a point where he's comfortable in his opinion and and how he presents information. Um, mm. But more importantly, is the work it goes to making sure that whoever is going to whoever is going to come across that video is going mm. to stop. But mm. the people stopping are stopping for different reasons. A person like me yes. is enamored by the production, mm. yeah. Just what went into it. Someone is really curious about the device. Someone is an MKBHD mm. fan, and like what you said mm. in terms of conversion you are funneling mm. people into their very, very niches with this one yeah. thing that you took time to do. Um, exactly. So, yeah, again, I, I Liz, yeah, it's your fault.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> tangent. Yeah. And another thing is we, we um, were working with this brand and we were trying to um, essentially help them understand that when you do something of quality of a high standard, mm. The usability of it is, uh, you you extend the usability of it, right? So for example, um, I think this is um, one thing that uh, Gary F- Fishnack is a very, Gary, I can't pronounce the second name,
5: mm-hmm.
4: um, but he he was saying the same thing, that essentially he makes one piece of content mm-hmm. and he proliferates it to the different platforms and edits it according to the confinements uh, of that uh, or the engagement um, strategy that he has for the different platforms. Mm. So what I'm trying to say essentially is imagine this uh, podcast was a um a video uh, podcast type uh similar to um uh, I forgot the gentleman on YouTube who got uh, a sponsorship deal with uh, Spotify or
1: Joe Rogan. Um,
4: Joe Rogan. Yeah, mm. exactly. Uh you know, if you use a high quality microphone and high quality video, you can repurpose that content mm. uh in different ways and multiple ways. And so it's it's actually cost effective over time. Yeah. Uh, it, it might cost a lot now to get the video done now or whatever piece of medium that you want done now, but over time, the the how much you can use it and how much you can uh, reuse it, if you will, and repurpose it, um, it saves you money in the in the long run. So, and again, <laughs> <laughs>
3: just
4: to get the attention in the first place, yeah. you know, you really need to do something of of great standard. And speaking of job praise, the job praise are, He's established himself as this sort of traditional but very um gen Z or today generation aware kind of mm-hmm. uh, uh, artist right so because his music is talking about things about chinyakare and relationships and all of that um and so he's he has cohesion no matter what the new video is there yes. is cohesion to his brand distinct, everything yeah. is remains consistent yeah. uh, to what is uh, what he's doing and uh for for artists as well they in some, you know speaking we're talking about companies a lot but uh yeah artists as well need branding to be ready to stand out
3: yeah
0: you absolutely. know
4: because i think vanchoga there's a oh guy yeah he's yeah, yeah. copying yeah, him yeah, now yeah, or something yeah. so yeah you know but uh but he he put his mark there because oh, yeah. he came out different yeah. anyway yeah um but then look at how now he's essentially uh <laughs> transcending people are, yeah, yeah, yeah
2: yeah people are trying to copy him absolutely absolutely because he had that unique selling point you know appearing with the big hair and the you know the the mad dance like you know sort of like <laughs> crazy and, you know like he like he, he's he's pretty amazing but he he was very smart he knew he had to stand out yeah. you know for him to, to to make it and people were kind of mocking him and saying you know like oh you're crazy why do you always wear rags and and then he tried to polish up but you know since he's gone back yeah because that that's like how he started that's what made him stand out and what yeah. made him grab that attention and excite people, I guess, and you
4: know. Yeah. Famous, <laughs> curious to know. There's a famous this marketer called uh, Seth Godin, mm. and he wrote a book up called Purple Cow, mm-hmm. uh, and yeah, it's it's a great read for mm. a lot of uh, a lot of brands. Mm.
0: Um, mm-hmm.
1: John, you're becoming like Liz because now I have to write this down so I can read that book. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you guys are like you. Guys are the worst influences. <laughs> uh, Purple Cow, right? Yeah.
4: Purple Cow. Purple Cow. Cow.
1: Okay, Cow. Yeah. All right. yeah. All right, I'll definitely take a reason that. Uh, and if you listened up to this point, thank you very much uh, for joining us. Uh, thank you to John and Liz for making time for this, it was very eye opening. Um, selfishly, it, it proved that I'm not crazy.
3: Um, we anyway, all need validation, we, 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 we all need validation,
1: um, and uh, if uh, you should also check out TechSim's market app, which is now zero-rated. So if you're on Econet, uh, you don't need data to use it. You can still do your all transactions, buying your time, uh, checking your bank balance, um, uh, transfers, DSTV with Zipit. Um, yeah, so I'll leave a, a link to that in the, in the description so you can go check it out. And journalist, thank you very much. Uh, this was super helpful. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what what more what more to say.
4: <laughs> no, thank you so much valentine this yeah. was it was this was great <laughs> i was absolutely. a little bit nervous i, was, I didn't know how it's gonna go and uh but yeah it was super super easy and uh fantastic Loved yeah it. Loved yeah
2: it. thank you so much for having us um
4: yeah.
2: really really great talking to you and yeah being introduced to zimbabwe and <laughs> <laughs>
3: You're
2: we You're have two welcome. other partners actually but they're, they're they 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 could not be here today yeah uh, okay. Yeah, So certainly look after you if you're looking to uh, get branding for your company to go to the next level, to grow, to expand. Sarura is the company to come to.
1: Yeah, I, I stand by that. I'm, I'm literally yeah. a fan. So yeah,
4: you know, <laughs> I'll, I'll
1: leave all the links and contacts in, in the description so you can check them out. Thank you. For, thank,
4: thank,
1: you so thank you everyone for listening and I'll catch on the next one.
4: Yeah, and we only take USD. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Important to note. <know> <laughs> <laughs> right, thank you so much appreciate thanks, it thanks so Amel well.